Hey, everybody, what's going on? Brian Calicay, Certified Turbulence Trainer, here with my really good friend and partner in pancakes, Mikey, Mr. Finishers Whitfield. How you doing today, Mikey? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Well, I have a, I have a list of questions for you, so I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, the first one I want to ask is, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering this, what are finishers and how did you come up with the idea? This is a newer thing. Uh, in terms of fat loss and workout, things you do at the workout. So a lot of people hear the name finishers, but they're not really sure what it is. So what are finishers, and how did you come up with this crazy idea? Sure, absolutely. Um, it's it's funny because they've been around for a while, but I think I'm the only one that's been able to, to obsess about them. So it's, uh, you know, people like Craig Ballantyne and, and Alan Cosgrove have, have actually been using them in the programs. Uh, you know, sometimes they actually wouldn't call them finishers, but – um, the the one that I'm thinking off off the top of my head is is Craig's uh, Buff Dudes Hot Chicks workout, and there's a like a body weight interval circuit at the end of uh, I think it's workout C, but that's really that's that's a finisher. So a finisher is just a, a way to replace long boring cardio, and uh, in even intervals. In other words, you know most people go in, they do their warm up, then they do their their main workout, their strength training workout. And then they follow that up with they either head over to the treadmill and, and just do regular cardio for, you know, 30, 40, 45 minutes. And sometimes they, they do intervals, which is obviously much better. But what finishers do is that actually replaces either one of those. And so a finisher is typically compound movements, and they use very, very short rest periods, sometimes no rest periods at all. And they're typically much, much shorter. Not typically. They actually are much, much shorter than uh, long cardio and even intervals. They typically last in the neighborhood of, I would say, on average six minutes. Um, some of them are very intense. They're only three minutes. But I would say at the most, they would last is ten minutes. So as you can see, they're definitely just a fraction of the time. But uh, by by using more muscle in, in short rest periods, you're getting just as good, if not better, results than uh, than doing intervals, but certainly better results than long boring cardio. Well, and that's kind of like my next question is, you know, why should people do finishers? Because I know a lot of people are out there and, and they're listening to this podcast right now, and a lot of them may be kind of stuck in that mindset. You know, it's very it's very hard to accept change sometimes, especially when for how many years people are telling us you need to be doing, you know, you need to run it on a treadmill or you need to, you know, get your bike, bike your two miles a day or, you know, that long, boring cardio type of mentality. And then, you know, recently people were like, well, now we do intervals, you know, about 20, 25 minutes worth of intervals. And now you're on the podcast saying, well, heck, all you need is five minutes. I mean, why, why finishers in a workout as opposed to maybe some of these intervals or some of these cardio methods? Sure, there's there's a number of benefits. Um, really, the reason I started using more finishers than I did with intervals was I was training my clients in the gym, and typically after the strength training workout, I would assign them some kind of interval program for them to do. But uh, particularly, uh, you know, the first of the year, but even, you know, thereafter, they couldn't even get to the machines. They couldn't get to the bikes. They couldn't get to the treadmills to do their intervals. And so, you know, they would either just kind of throw in the towel or uh, just come to me and say, hey, look, I can't do my intervals. And that led to inconsistency. And, of course, inconsistency, you know, runs into uh, lack of results. So what I did 
is I assigned them back then. It was when I first started writing finishers. They're honestly just quite bland. But I would say something like, okay, well, instead of doing your intervals, I want you to do a circuit of uh, push-ups, bodyweight squats, and inverted rows. And I want you to do, you know, say 10 reps of each and then rest for 30 seconds in between circuits and do a total of, of say, four circuits, something like that, which that's pretty good. Of course, they've evolved since then. But a couple things were happening. One, I noticed that they were staying more consistent with the workouts because they were able to knock out the finisher in just a fraction of the time. And then two, that's when I noticed that my, my clients were actually getting even better results. Now, I think that had more to do with the consistency because obviously if you only have to knock out, say, you know, six minutes of, of a very intense finisher compared to 20, 25 minutes of intervals, well, obviously you're going to stick to it for the long term and get better results in the, in the long run. And so that's, that's uh, the biggest thing I saw with my clients. So there's, there's a number of benefits with finishers. One, obviously the, the weight loss. You know, when you, anytime you set a, a big disturbance on your body and you do a, a variety of, of rep ranges and, of course, short rest periods, you're going to burn calories, obviously, during the finisher, but more importantly, after the finisher. So you're going to burn a ton of calories. It takes a while. It takes a long time for your body to kind of return to a normal state after such intense exercise. Whereas if you got on a treadmill or a, or a bike and just went, you know, steadily for, for 40 minutes, your body's going to get acclimated to that. It's going to adapt to it, and it's going to recognize what you're, what you're doing. And it's, going to, it's not going to take a lot of calories to return to a normal state from that. So that's, that's just one of the benefits from finishers. But to me, some of the more important things are the little things in life. Like, for instance, using finishers with your program, you'll notice going up and down your stairs in your house or at your apartment complex or wherever is going to be much easier. Carrying around your kids is going to be much easier. Carrying around luggage in an airport is going to be much easier. So it's these little everyday functions that you'll notice an improvement in by using these finishers because they, they improve your conditioning a lot better than uh, steady state cardio as well. Well, and I'll tell you right now, Mikey, I mean, <laughs> A, we've gone through these, okay? <laughs> these are not things that, you know, Mike just makes up and doesn't try. I, if you, those of you that are listening to the podcast and don't know, we just filmed a monster, massive of a program with Craig Ballantyne called the uh, Turbulence Training Home Workout Revolution. And we did how many of these finishers? 15 of these finishers? And uh, it was just, you want to talk about time consolidation and still getting results. I mean, it kicked our butts, you know. And we're trainers and it kicked our butts. And it was really good stuff. And not only that, I personally use these in my boot camps um, as part of my curriculum. You know, we bring them through their half-hour workout. And then the, we do a, a five-minute or less finisher, and people absolutely eat these things up. I mean, you've done a great job naming them all these clever names, so they're kind of fun. They sound fun anyway. And then uh, you're, you're right. They consolidate time. They work. And it's easy to be consistent with it when it fits into a program, whether you're an instructor teaching a session or somebody working out on their own. Five minutes or less, I mean, you're talking, that is like the easiest thing in the world to plug in at the end of a workout. So I think you're right on the money with these, and I definitely see the results with these. I mean, I personally use them in my everyday workouts as well, so I'm a big fan of these, which leads me to my next question. I mean, obviously, I'm a trainer. I use them. And some of your clients use them. Who do you think finishers are ideal for? Who are, who are finishers going to work the best for? 
Um, I would say, for one thing, if, if you're looking to lose weight faster and are willing to put in the work, that would be a good fit for somebody that's wanting to do that. Because obviously, like, like we talked about earlier, the, the time that you save is certainly uh, certainly valuable. So if you're, if you're looking to, to lose fat but are kind of tight on time, they make a good fit there. Um, anybody that likes a good challenge, that's what I love about it is, is the challenge. Anybody could do a challenge for, for six minutes. So it's a it's a fun way to really challenge yourself week after week, workout after workout, because there's you know you can either beat your reps or beat your time, or uh, there's a variety of ways to really uh, just kind of add a whole new dynamic to your workouts. But they're also for people that what a lot of people don't understand is they're good for people that want to improve their performance in the gym overall, because when you do these these high rep uh, you know low uh, or short rest periods and things like that, that's going to translate into better overall workouts because your your endurance is improved, your uh, conditioning is improved, your your uh, ability to, to take in oxygen has improved. So it's these little things that actually make a big dent into the overall performance of your main workout as well. That's awesome. And, and I, I totally agree. And this is um, something a lot of people are actually coming up to me now because a lot of people in Michigan – um, they are they they'll come and do they'll do one of my boot camp sessions or one of my um surfing sessions or whatever and we'll do these finishers and they go what are these finishers and why is everybody talking about them so I guess that I mean do you see finishers really making a push into the fitness world this year and people really starting to jump on the bandwagon of doing finishers versus the slow steady state cardio. Oh no doubt and and more and more coaches are are using them with their programs. And they're just simply becoming more popular. And I think people are realizing, you know, we're in a we're in a go go world. I mean, we're you know, people are are stuck in traffic. They're uh, you know, they're working long hours at work and things like that. So they need a solution that helps them either maintain their weight or even lose weight, but are really tight on time. And so I think finishers are really going to make a huge splash. And of course, we're we're starting to see them in, in like you said, in uh, boot camps and things like that. So I, I, without a doubt, they're going to become more and more popular. But I think also, too, take a look at, at the things that are have made a, a big splash. You know, we're talking warrior dashes, tough mudder runs, uh, even CrossFit. You know, whether your opinion on CrossFit is, is you know, for it or against it or neutral, you, you've seen that there's a growth in these very just challenging type of fitness uh, regimens. So, People are really enjoying a challenge, and I think that's another reason why finishers are going to make a, a big push this year. But, you know, the results speak for themselves. I mean, there's uh, people that have, have used finishers with great success with, with you know, no cardio. Um, I've had, I believe, six clients either place or, or win the turbulence training transformation contest without doing a, a, an ounce of cardio, just simply plugging in these finishers and, and recently, I, I used to say that finishers can only be done after a workout. That's That was actually my philosophy. But, of course, as we evolve and, and discover new things, that's how we uh, learn and grow. I've actually discovered that uh, both through clients and, of course, readers and myself, that these finishers are a great way to stay active on your off day. So, in other words, you could you could do your main workout, say, on Monday, and then Tuesday – you just you stay active by, by punching out a, a quick six-minute finisher. And I think that has more to do with, I mean, yeah, you're burning calories both during and after, 
but I think it has more to do with what it does for your mindset. So once you knock out such an intense six-minute finisher, you know, on your off day, your your mind is in the is in the zone. You're going to make better decisions with food. You're going to make uh, you're going to be more focused. And I just think it, it that it just that's how it's made an impact. I, and I totally agree with that. I, I absolutely totally agree with that the fact that, like you said, you can just on an off day bust out a six minute workout and and really put a number on yourself. That's so much. I mean, you tell somebody that psychologically, it's so much easier to say, hey. I'm going to do a six-minute workout today. Then it is to say, hey, I'm going to work out an hour on my off day. You know, it's uh, right. that that's harder to grasp your mind around. So I think that's a that's a very valid point right there, and I definitely see a huge um, uprising in finishers. I've already seen it locally with a lot of the trainers and stuff that are now starting to get into the loop. We're a little behind in Michigan. Uh, they're they're just now starting to get into the loop and really start paying attention to a lot of these key people in the industry, like yourself and uh, starting to get onto these what I call updated, up-to-date uh, fat loss methods. And uh, I'm definitely really excited to see where this is going for you and for the industry because I think it's going to make a huge, huge impact this year. Um, so speaking of finishers, what are your three favorite finishers to do at the end of a workout or during a workout? I have my personal favorite, but what are your three favorite finishers to do at the end of a workout? It's funny because I, I get that question all the time, you know, what's your favorite finisher? And, and quite honestly, it's it's constantly changing because, you know, there's there's new things I discover. There's new methods. Um, you know, less, I would say less than, uh, you know, say 14, 16 months ago, I didn't even use the density method. And, of course, now I'm, I'm starting to use the, the density method. And, of course, the density method is, is where you, uh, you know, you set a, a timer, say three, maybe four minutes, and you do a, a certain number of you do as many rounds as you can of a circuit in that time frame. So the rest periods are really up to you. So that's been a lot of fun. But uh, when it comes to to my three, um, I would say there's there's this one classic that I've always loved, and I know I've talked about it before on on uh, with other uh, folks and things like that. And of course, I've talked it over with Craig as well. But it's called the decline of the Bulgarians, and this is when you actually do a Bulgarian jump squat. Now, if you're not coordinated enough to do this, I strongly suggest that you just stick with the Bulgarian squat and, and take the jump out of it because it does take some coordination. But it's the uh, Bulgarian jump squat. You do eight per leg, and then you use whatever you use to elevate your feet with, you use that for a decline push-up, and you do eight reps of the decline push-up. Then you go back and do seven on each side for the Bulgarian jump squat, and then seven decline push-ups. And you just continue in that fashion until you complete one rep of each exercise. So that's a, that's a really fun one. And uh, That a, sounds a like it hurts so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been definitely very challenging. You'll, you'll be breaking a sweat, you know, just less than 20 seconds into it. So it's it's a pretty brutal one. So that's uh, that's certainly one. That's a classic. That's actually uh, one of the first ones I wrote for the for the main manual, as a matter of fact. And then there's the uh, another one that I like is it's a lower body focus finisher. And I don't really write a whole lot of those, but when I when I do, it's it's a lot of fun because especially if you work that same muscle group, and then you end it with this, you know, with the hitting the same muscle group with a finisher, which I actually don't recommend if you're on a fat loss program. So I suggest if you're doing say an upper lower split, doing an, a lower body finisher after your upper body workout and vice versa. That way you you hit all major muscle groups. But here's the lower body finisher that I really like. 
it's it's a narrow stance goblet squat. So you're going to hold that dumbbell or kettlebell right at chest height, and of course your feet are, are right at shoulder width apart. So you do 15 reps of those, and then you do 15 reps of either kettlebell or dumbbell swings. And you go back and forth, and you do four rounds of that, and you rest for 20 seconds in between rounds. So that's a great lower body uh, finisher because you, you hit your quads pretty hard on the narrow stance goblet squat, and then of course you hit your glutes and, and hamstrings and, and things like that with the uh, with the swings. So that's a that's a good one for the lower body there. And then there is the uh, the infamous. Uh, I'm sure you know about this one, the Three's Company finisher. Oh, that's my favorite one, Mike. That is my absolute. <laughs> didn't, for those of you that didn't make it out to the Turbulence Training Summit last year, <laughs> we were in for quite a treat with this one. We do this really crazy boot camp workout. And if you've never been to Turbulence Training Summit, just to go and do a boot camp workout with Craig Valentine and the team is just absolutely fantastic. It's an awesome way to start the day. And you learn so much from the people who actually made the workout. So, You've never been there, Turbulence Training Summit. I think it's the end of June this year. Really, really find the information market calendars because it's amazing. But so Mike Whitfield comes out and he's like, "All right, gang, we're gonna do this Three's Company finisher." And we're like, "Oh, that kind of sounds nice." Like, I like that TV show, you know, Three's Company. I could totally do this. And so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, okay, so we're gonna do these jump squats or jump lunges, and we do all this stuff, and we're just gonna do as many times as we can in this amount of time. And we're like, "Wait a second, I." I thought this was going to be friendlier than this. I like the show Three's Company. This is not a friendly show anymore, you know? <laughs> it's the, by the end of this finisher, every personal trainer, I mean, there were some trainers in there that were ripped, man. Like, their biceps had biceps, man. And I'm a little guy, so they look really big. And I'm like, this this guy's going to hammer it, man. He's going to get through this. And I'm looking over halfway through the time limit, and they are sucking air hard, man. So, I mean, these finishers are awesome. This is definitely my favorite finisher, Mikey. Why don't you explain to them what we did during the summit? Oh yeah, absolutely, and it was a, it became an instant classic because that one was a was a definitely a, a big hit, and it's funny because I, the one that I originally wrote I don't even know where it's at, but the one I originally wrote for that boot camp I just looked at it and thought you know what I I really want to wow them I want to totally just burn them off, so I actually rewrote this pretty much the night before because I changed my mind. So it, it's funny that it turned out so well, but uh, the three company finisher basically what you're gonna do it's a series of or a circuit of three exercises, and you're going to do as many rounds of that circuit as you can in three minutes, and you just rest only when needed. Just remember that it is just three minutes, so you do as much as you can. Now, the first exercise is what I call the burpee Spider-Man push-up combo, and basically what this is, it's a it's a burpee, but instead of the regular push-up, you actually perform a Spider-Man push-up. So you, you go down, you kick your legs out, and then you perform a Spider-Man push-up, one per side, and then you kick your feet in and then uh, either stand or jump back up. So that's the burpee Spider-Man push-up combo. And you do three reps of those. Then you go and you do lunge jumps, and you do three reps per side. And then you end the circuit with a cross-body mountain climber, three per side. So everything's three, which, of course, it's three exercises, and it's three minutes, so that hence the name Three's company. So that one is a uh, it's one of those tricky ones because on paper you're like three reps of everything. That's that's gonna be pretty easy. But when you do that for three minutes straight, it's pretty Not brutal. so glorious. Not so glorious. That's what we start like, that doesn't sound bad. Folks start doing it. Like, this is not three reps. I don't even know why you would do more, to be honest with you. And I think that's like that's the thing about your finishers I think is so unique is you're like, you know, 
on paper, not bad. Totally doable. I'm going to do this one today because, you know, I really had a tough workout, and I feel like this one won't be too bad. And then, oh, are you wrong? I've realized the less reps in a finisher, the worse it is. And I don't know <laughs> if you planned them that way, but I'm just, you know what? I just go to the ones with the highest reps now. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do a ladder. I'm just going to do one of his ladder finishers. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, they're, they're absolutely awesome. I'm a huge fan of the Threes Company one, man. I'm really glad you shared that one because that was the one that every time I boot campers here, they're like, oh, no, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so random question. I have a random question. Sure. As you know, if you, if you listen to the podcast, if you never met met Mike Whitfield, you, you need to come out to the TT Summit meet him. He, he's fantastic. And, really, he's one of my best friends now. And, uh he always has this thing, you know, we all have cheat days. Even as personal trainers, we all have our cheat days, you know. And uh, it, it, it's what keeps us human. It's what keeps us normal, okay. Mikey has this shirt that says, you know, I do finishers so I can eat pancakes. So, you know, obviously, you know, when me and Mikey film, you know, the home workout revolution for, what, you know, three days straight, ten hours of filming a day, we're like, you know, maybe we want to have a cheat meal. Maybe we want to have a cheat meal. So I have to know, Mikey, when you have your cheat meal, What's your favorite type of pancake to have? I mean, are these IHOP pancakes? Are they like multigrain pancakes? Are they chocolate chip pancakes? I mean, what kind of pancakes are we talking on a Mike Whitfield cheat day? There, there, there are two. And when I go out to eat, without a doubt, it has to be IHOP, without a doubt. And <laughs> right without on. a doubt, go for the best. It's the Cinestack, <laughs> the Cinestack pancakes, and then like totally drenched in syrup. And, of course, if I don't have those, then I make them at home, just plain old buttermilk pancakes. I don't do the, the whole grain or the gluten-free. I just go for it. And then, of course, I put pecans in it. And, of course, like I said, just like the IHOP pancakes, they are drenched in syrup. It, it's, almost have, it's almost like have a have a little bit of pancakes with your syrup, Mikey. But that's just how I roll, and, and I enjoy myself. <laughs> You're like, I got this lake of syrup in the pancakes of the islands in my, in my ocean. <laughs> but, like... The the thing is, the reason why I mentioned that is I just want people to know, you know, they always they always see us, you know, making these crazy diets and doing all these crazy things. And, you know, my, my boot campers, we I post what I eat online so that way they can see what I'm eating. And they're just like, do you ever have a cheat day? The truth is we do. We're, we're just as human as everybody else. And, I mean, you look at Mikey, you know, he works his butt off with his, with his clean diet during the week and really working out. And, you know, he can have a, a cheat meal or two during the week like that. And it's okay and you're talking to a guy, Mikey Whitfield, who's lost 105 pounds. You know what I mean? So obviously something's working. So for those of you that think you have to give up all these crazy things, if Mikey Whitfield can lose 105 pounds and still have some pancakes once in a while, I think you're going to be just fine too. <laughs> yep. But anyways, keep um, <laughs> yes, keep it simple. Keep it simple. All right, I have two more questions. Uh, one's a little one, and then the other one's a long one, so we'll write a long one first. What things can we expect to see from Mike Whitfield and the finisher system this year? Well, the, the real question is, is where to start because I have so many things happening. But I'm really excited because I'm, I'm aiming to, uh, of course, launch my membership site this year. So that's going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> um, the big one is uh, it's going to be Workout Finishers 2.0, so definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. That's going to be really, really huge. In fact, just yesterday, I took a nice bricks 45-minute walk because I, I kind of hit a wall, and I had so many epiphanies with this uh, 2.0 version that I, I had to use my little fancy Evernote app on my uh, on my phone, and I, and I wrote all the ideas uh, down. So Workout Finishers 2.0 is going to be 
Uh, it's going to be epic. It's going to be fantastic. And, of course, I'm going to uh, come out with ab finishers, more, some more ab finishers. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and a new one that is on the horizon is uh, ladder finishers. Uh, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from both clients and, and readers how they love the, the countdown style finishers. And uh, as a matter of fact, you're, you're going to be famous, my friend, because you're actually on the cover of the book. I know we talked about this about this earlier, but uh, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be uh, a finisher manual of nothing but uh, countdown finishers. And, of course, there, there might be some in there that, you know, you count down and you count back up. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun challenge. And so that will that'll be a lot of fun. And, and finally, I'm also looking at uh, – I'll be coming out with uh, some more boot camp finishers. So lots of lots of cool stuff coming this year for sure. Well, that's exciting, man. It's, I, I know I saw the cover you sent me, and I, I looked taller on that cover. So I totally approve of that. That was I told him to condition. stretch it. That, thank <laughs> you. I knew it. I was like, man, I look like six inches taller in that picture. <laughs> but no, that's that's awesome. I'm really excited, especially for the app finishers. Those are the ones I think I probably use the most. Um, and then we kind of got a taste of the ladder finishers with the Turbulence Training Home Workout Revolution program that I believe is set to launch in about another week. Um, and those ladders are no joke, man, especially when you go down and up. I mean, you're only talking maybe two exercises at most. Again, it's one of those things on paper. You're like, oh, this isn't going to be too bad. It's only two exercises. I could do those all day. <laughs> and then halfway through it, you're like, oh, my gosh, Mike Whitfield, what are you thinking? What were you thinking? But... uh <laughs> No, I'm I'm very excited for that new stuff coming out, and uh, I'm really excited for the boot camp finishers as well because obviously I'm going to use those in my boot camps here in Michigan. So uh, I'm really excited for that. Um, before I let you go, I have one last quick question: um, Where can we find more information on you and your finishers' products? Because I know there's probably going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast that maybe want some information on some of these products. I mean, I know if I was them and I heard something that says five minutes at the end of a workout as opposed to 20 minutes on a treadmill, I would be like, sign me up. So where can we find the information on you and your finishers products and where can they kind of keep up to date with what's going on with Mike Whitfield and the world of finishers? Absolutely. Um, I want to give you a couple of sites because I have a lot of products out there, but I'll give you my two main sites. Uh, the first one is workoutfinishers.com. That's my main product. And then I'm going to give you my blog address, and that's where you can uh, – there's a tab on there. That just says grab your finishers, and that shows all my finisher products there. And that website is trainwithfinishers.com. And, of course, that's where uh, that's where I spill the beans on metabolic finishers. Of course, I, I talk about metabolic resistance training because they go together like peanut butter and jelly and, and some, uh, some other stuff as well. That's awesome, Mikey. And I highly recommend uh, going there and really opting in for you. I think he's got a finishers manual on his blog. And uh, opt in to get that, type in your email address. I, I, you'll get on Mikey's mailing list. I'll tell you, there's one thing Mike does really well. He brightens your day with the funniest emails, like, every day. You know, so he's always giving you good information, but he's always got some crazy story of something and some crazy picture he found. And it's just a great mailing list to be on if you're really interested in fat loss and overall fitness. Um, you're always giving out great information. I know I always read your emails. Um, I'm a big fan of the Mike Whitfield emails. They always got some crazy story that really makes me laugh and brighten my day, as well as giving me good information. So if you haven't done that, visit those websites Mikey told you. Um, and a little side note, if you guys want to kind of get in on uh, some behind-the-scenes footage of me and Mike Whitfield working out together uh, from our awesome adventures up in here in Michigan land, if you go to my blog, uh, fitnessgametraining.com, and you click on the How to Become an 
what was it, How to Become an Internet Celebrity, uh, you'll actually see a behind-the-scenes video of me and Mike working out, well, going through the motions of working out, and uh, <laughs> give you an idea of some of these finishers and uh, some of the workouts that we've been pushing out and that will be launching here pretty soon. So thank you, Mike Whitfield, for, for joining me on this call. I had a really good time talking to you. Any last thing you need to say to the crowd before we let you go? Uh, absolutely. The, the the turbulence training mantra of never, ever giving up because I've, I've certainly been there. Um, you know, losing 105 pounds, and, and I know I've hit some stumbling blocks and some obstacles, and, and you will too, but as long as you just keep chugging along, I guarantee that you will get there. Just keep on keep on hustling. Awesome advice, Mikey. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, Mikey, for joining the call. I am Brian Calcay, Certified Turbulence Trainer, creator of Bootcamp Games. We will see you on the next podcast. Talk to you soon, guys.